Hello again, friends. This is Mike. Today's podcast is about something that happened actually three and a half years ago, but just recently I discovered something that shed a whole new light on what happened three and a half years ago. It has to do with our very first experience with a medium, and I'll share it with you here in just a sec. Well, again, friends and fellow truth seekers, Mike Nicholas here with another episode of the Soul Unleashed podcast, where it's my goal to help you with the questions you might have regarding the awakening of your soul, and particularly to help other left brain types, like I'm pretty convinced I am, ask the right questions in our search for deeper meaning to life. And ultimately, I want to help you unleash your soul from limiting beliefs and smothering paradigms. So let's get started with what I want to talk about today. When our son Matt passed away in 2020, it was, of course, a very difficult time for us and uh, a time of grief. He passed in March of 2020. And the whole point of this podcast and my book, which is coming out soon, The Soul Unleashed, is about how that experience with Matt and the grief that we went through with Matt changed my perspective of the way that I grew up and my perspective on faith and what happens when we die and all those cool things. So in 2020... We were suffering, and we started to see the orbs. And I've talked about the orbs in this podcast before, and if you're not sure what I'm talking about, you can go to my website, www.mikenicholas.com, and I've got some videos up there of the first orb that we saw and some other ones. However, the orbs convinced me that something weird was going on, there was something happening, and it was in response to a very difficult day that I was having missing Matt. This was on May 17th of 2020. We saw the orbs. And so that started the whole process of what is this about. I started reading a lot, exploring other things, and that led me to can we talk to our departed loved ones, Uh, and that led me to mediums. And, of course, I've met very few people whose loved ones have passed where they wouldn't want the opportunity to talk to them. But, you know, most of our religious upbringing tells us that that's wrong and you can't do that. Certainly in Catholicism, it's not something that Catholicism approves of, and there's any number of people will point out to you that the Bible says you shouldn't be doing that. So, of course, I was on a quest to figure out what the heck was going on, and I did it anyway. And I, I was searching around for a medium. My sister recommended one to us. And so in early September of 2020, my wife and I met with this medium. Her name is Lisa Boslett. And this was 2020 during the pandemic, right? So I was surprised that she met us, she agreed to meet us in person. And we met in her little office, not far from here, Chantilly, Virginia. And we had to wear masks and everything, but I was able to see her eyes and her body language. And I was very skeptical, right? I'm a left-brainer. I, I had been to Palm Readers on the boardwalk in Ocean City, New Jersey. I, 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 was, I was skeptical about this whole thing. And I didn't know what to expect. I didn't know whether Lisa was going to you know, have a, a bone through her nose and, and blood drippings all over the floor or how that worked. But she was wonderful, very nice, very normal. And we started the process. Now, one thing that you need to know about mediums, and I know a lot of you have experience with mediums, so I'm just confirming this for you. Each medium has his or her own way of communicating with spirit. Some of them receive symbols. Some of them see symbols. Some of them hear things. Some of them feel things at the same time. Uh, One lady I I worked with one time, she felt uh, where pain was. She was able to diagnose what had happened to Matt just by the the feeling that he gave her where the pain was. 
but in any case, Lisa spent probably the first 30 minutes of our sitting with her, explaining to her, here's how I work, and here's how I receive information from Spirit. Now, what was important about that, besides the fact that I was checking my watch and figuring she was digging into our hour with all this stuff, <laughs> but it turned out she gave us two hours uh, for the price of one. Um, she, under, she understood we didn't know what was going on. It was our first time. The important thing that she passed on to us at that point, though, was, you know, look, I'm going to see things probably that I will not know what they mean. They don't mean anything to me. So I need your confirmation back as far as what you're seeing and what I'm telling you so that you can confirm that it makes sense to you, and then I can I can go in more into that. But if I relay something to you and it doesn't make sense to you, the next thing I will try to do, as she told us, is I will tell you exactly what it is that I'm seeing or hearing, okay? Because she said she might be interpreting it wrong. So she said, I'll share this exactly what I'm seeing or hearing with you. So we said, great. And the final thing about that was she said, if... However, it doesn't make any sense to you. We're not going to waste time with it. You know, we'll give it a, a minute or so to see if it, if it resonates with you. And if not, we'll just move on. Because later, a day later, a month later, years later, uh, it, it will probably make sense to you. So we said, okay. So we get into the reading. And uh, initially, you know, we blurted out to her that we were there to see her because our son had passed. Most mediums will tell you they don't want to know anything about you. In fact, some of the mediums I've met since Lisa, they didn't even know our names, right? A scheduler sets it up and you meet with a medium and, she, and the medium, he or she does not want to even know your name or who you're there to contact. It just, whatever comes through, they'll, they'll pass to you. But in this case, our first time, our first medium, uh, Marianne and I, we blurted out, you know, about Matt and, and told Lisa his name, Matt. So, so the first thing she said is there's a there's a very strong male presence here with me. I think it's Matt. And my first thought was, duh, of course you're going to say it's Matt. You know, I was still skeptical. Who else is it going to be? Um, and But then she went on, and I'm not going to talk here about that session because um, uh, it's in the book, and, and uh, there's another thing I want to talk about the session here. But she, she started eventually communicating things that made sense to us and surprised us. And that indicated to us, without a doubt in my mind, that Matt was in communication with us through her and that he was still with us. He, he was commenting on stuff that was happening, you know, in our lives since he died, and he, he knew about it. And that shocked the heck out of me. But anyway, as during this discussion, she said, he's communicating um, something about Pittsburgh, and we thought, okay, well, you know, Pittsburgh, that's that's obviously where uh, Marianne grew up, so that makes sense. And then she said, I'm, I'm getting the name Cecil. And Marianne and I are looking at each other like, Cecil, what the heck? And she said, he keeps saying Cecil and Pittsburgh, and we couldn't make the, the connection. So then he said through her that uh, there was a female spirit that was waiting for him to welcome him, and... Uh, this person, the spirit, had had a soft spot in her heart for him, and that's why she was waiting for him. So we initially thought about, you know, Marianne's mother, my mother, both of whom were in spirit, that they were there welcoming him. And Lisa was n- non-committal about that. You know, she, she, nothing that we were saying was hitting with her. And um, so we said, okay, let's just let's just keep going. 
So we went on to other things. Matt talked about some other things, uh, you know, how he had passed and, and the pain and whatever. And then he came back to Pittsburgh again. And she said he's gone back to Pittsburgh again, and now he's using the term uh, Morris. And he said, did, did Matt have a sister? And we said, no. <clears throat> and she said, well, he's, he's showing me the symbol that I understand meaning sister. And we said, no, we only had, we had two sons. And so Morris and sister didn't make any sense to us in Pittsburgh again. And so we left it that way. And I, I, I was taking notes during this session. Some, some people let you record the session. In this case, Lisa did not. I just had notes. And the next day I wrote everything down, you know, from my notes and, and I'm looking at them now as I'm talking to you. So that was in 2020, September. I never thought about that much. I never went back to it at all. And I wrote my book and I included the session with Lisa as part of the book. And again, didn't really think about it. However, just two days ago, two days ago, I was reviewing the book again because I'm going through the edit process and I went back to Lisa again. And I thought, I just want to review that transcript again, just in case there's something in there, you know, that, that I didn't get right in the book. And as I'm reading it, it suddenly made sense to me what Matt was trying to communicate to us. So years ago, Marianne grew up, when she grew up, her mother had a childhood friend and her childhood friend was named Shirley Dunn. And Shirley was uh, a young lady. She was very successful. She was a, she worked in a lawyer's office and then she went into the convent and she became a nun of divine providence nun. And her convent was in Pittsburgh and she had known Matt his entire life. We saw them many times. She spent the summers a lot of time on her vacation at, in, at the shore in New Jersey. And that's where, you know, she knew Matt as a, as a baby. And we called her Sister Shirley. Now, her real name was Sister Maura Ann Dunn. And so she passed away, let's see, uh, three or four months, about 90 days before Matt passed. She died in December of 2019. And it never occurred to me until I read this again that that's what he was trying to say. Now, uh, Lisa was interpreting Cecil, I think that was Shirley, that he was trying to communicate through her. Whatever he was using and however she interpreted the symbol, he was trying to say Shirley, Pittsburgh. And then when he said this person had a soft spot in her heart for him, I was trying to match up my grandmother, I mean his grandmother, my mother, or my wife's mother, but they didn't have a soft spot in their heart for him. They loved him. He, they were, he was their grandchild. But with Shirley, she definitely had a soft spot in her heart for Matt. And then when he came back to it again and said Pittsburgh and Morris, he was trying to again, and then sister, <laughs> her name was Sister Mara Ann Dunn, and he was saying Sister Mara and uh, not Morris. And so when that hit me, it was like a just a bolt. Uh, I got chills. And I, I, to me, it was confirmation to me, just the way I felt immediately, that that is what he was trying to communicate, that Sister Mara was waiting for him. Uh, Aunt Shirley, as we called her, was waiting for him. And she welcomed him and, and she was taking care of him. So I just want to pass that on to you that if, if you go to see mediums, and they're telling you maybe things that don't make sense at the time, get the recording if you can, listen to the recording again later, I would go back even, I've been about 15 mediums now, even after we recorded it, I would go back a day or two later 
and write it out. Uh, just type what I'm hearing and what I'm thinking and the impressions that I'm getting because things make sense to you, you know, a couple days later, a month later, three years later, where when you're sitting there in the office uh, or wherever, however you're doing it, it just doesn't make sense. A lot of the things we did with mediums, we did via uh, FaceTime or Zoom. And initially I was skeptical of that. I mean, how could that possibly work, right? But it works. It definitely works. And there's some incredible things that have come through with mediums that I've been talking to on my phone and FaceTime, for example, that just blew me away. So uh, in terms of my personal soul unleashing and how I've changed, it's definitely made a difference to me to, to believe these things and understand these things. So take careful notes. If you see a medium, go back and review them. And if you don't understand something I, I later on, it, it may make sense to you. In fact, what I'm doing now is I'm going back through all my notes for other mediums, for things that I didn't understand at the time or that came through that that didn't make sense to us then and just seeing how they resonate with me now. So that's all I want to share with you today. It's uh, made a big difference to me and uh, I just wanted to share that, write it down and it may make sense to you later. Again, thank you for listening. You'd be kind enough to uh, like this podcast or subscribe to it or re- leave a review. It'd be even better more people that do that, the easier it is for folks to find me. Thanks again. Talk to you again soon. Bye-bye.